Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, I <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Welcome into Press Pass. Today we'll hear from head coach John Harbaugh, quarterback Lamar Jackson, safety Geno Stone, and outside linebacker Jadavion Clowney. Let's start with Harbs. Okay, appreciate everybody being out here. Thanks for coming. Beautiful day for football. Every day is a beautiful day for football. Uh, I want to congratulate Terrell Suggs on uh, his induction this week in the Ring of Honor. Uh, nobody more deserving, obviously. Uh, Ring of Honor Raven. His picture's right there with all the greats. So one of the all-time great players to ever play here, one of the all-time great guys, leaders, characters, the whole thing. I'm sure there'll be a lot of Terrell Sugg stories being written this week, and there'll be a lot of laughs that go with it because that's who he is. So really just uh, proud of him and happy for him. What questions do you have? So what is your favorite Sugg story? <laughs> when he comes in, ask him about the first year when he didn't have the right shoes to get on the bus to travel down to Miami. Ask him about that one, how that went. How did that turn out? <laughs> I, he was there. He played. I think he had a few sacks. It turned out great. It turned out great. John, obviously they have good players, but is there something unique about the Lions offensive team? Like, what makes them so dangerous offensively? Well, they're executing at a high level, you know, and it starts with the quarterback. Uh, you know, Jared's doing a great job with it. It's, it's a system that he's basically grown up in. That system is, uh, is the system he learned right from the first year when he started off in, uh, with McVay, Coach uh, Sean McVay. And uh, he's, uh, he just knows how to run those plays really well. I think the timing is really good. The receivers are on the same page, the backs and everything. They've been in it for a few years now, and they're just executing at a high level. Speaking of the execution, where do you kind of look at things in terms of your offense at this point, six weeks in? Um, you know, it seems like in the first half, Things are clicking pretty well early in the game, and then it looks like you know, maybe fewer points in the second half, fewer yards per play the second half. I'm just curious your kind of assessment so far. Yeah, I mean, I would think it's just a product of, uh, of work in progress. You know, we're in the process of trying to build this thing out, chasing all the details of all different things to, to get the execution we want consistently. I don't think it's a product of first half, second half, any particular quarter, anything like that. It's more a pro pro process of us being consistently good at what we do executing at a real crisp level. Uh, that's why we practice so hard. The guys are all chasing, chasing that kind of perfection every single, uh, every single rep in practice. And, and you just chase that improvement, and that's what we're working on. Why has uh, Jadavion been able to fit in so well? I mean, come in the middle of the camp and then plug and play, literally just going nonstop for incredible production. It's just yeah. like he's been here for 10 years. That's a great question. I think, first of all, he's a really good player. You know, he's very talented. So uh, talent, tra talent travels well, you know. And uh, also, I would say his attitude and work ethic are just are top notch. You know, he's got a great 
mindset. He comes out here every day, gives you everything he's got. He's, he's a joy to be around in the meeting rooms, weight room, everywhere. He's, uh, he's into it and uh, just kind of guy you like to have around. He's, he's a first-rate first NFL football player. John, Kyle Van Noy called the, uh, the Lions potentially the, you guys' toughest challenge, at least on the defensive side of the ball. Do you share that when you look at this offense? Yeah, I'm not really rating the, the challenges. I mean, they're all, they're all the ones that, that you face. They seem like the one that comes up is the toughest one. You know, that's how you feel about it. But I think they're obviously they're very good. They've got one loss. They're leading their division. Um, they've won the recent games by large margins. I mean, they haven't even been in a close game, I don't think, since, since early in the season. Uh, they're you know tough. They're physical. Uh, they're they're uh, they're legit. So we're looking forward to the game. Can't wait to get out there and play. John, we saw obviously saw all way back as you kind of foreshadowed the other day. Um, how big a deal is that? Not just because of how good he is, but having him there kind of allow you to apportion workloads the way you you might want them to with that group. Or? Well, yeah. I mean, he'll uh, he'll 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 take a lot of reps. I'm sure as much as he can. You know where he's at health wise. Um, we have a, a bunch of guys rotating in now. You know, I mean, you got to give Jeremiah Moon a lot of credit, right? He's taking a full full work, workload share, apportioned. I'm, I'm trying to work that in somehow, but I can't figure out how. It's a nice word you use right there. But uh, no, it's a good group, and uh, and it's great to have Adafi back. John, you were joking about how much the Lions fans travel, but with just like the increase of research going into other stadiums, have you noticed a difference over the years in how much home field actually gives you an advantage now? Well, I, I know we've done well at home, you know. Um, as far as over the league, I think it's a little over 50%. So, you know, three points, that's what Vegas says, right? That's generally what they say. I'd probably go with that. They seem like they know what they're doing out there. Well, what I tell you, it's down to one and a half. Yeah, it's Oh, it's down to yeah. one and a half? No, I'm not talking about this game. I'm talking generally. Oh, that's yeah, what it is not, now? One half. So to your point, well, then you know, I think your question is it's not as much as it used to be. Is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah, I guess, like, why do you think that is? Is it because of research or? I have no idea why. <laughs> but I'll go with Vegas, the odds makers. They know. John, uh, Marlon on his podcast talked about there was a fight between Odell and Jeffrey Simmons after the game. Do you know that's the first I heard of it, yeah. Okay. So you don't any know any of the details? Along those lines, did you guys raise anything to the NFL about Simmons maybe kind of spearing Zay on that? Well, play yeah, yeah, we sent our plays in. You know, we sent our plays in. I think I'd probably just leave it at that. Um, so you send all the plays in. That you on a related note, to see guys like Malik Harris and Brandon Stevens, you know, Malik's playing on the outside. Brandon, I know you guys, the plan initially was for him to play safety, but for them to come in and play at such a high level at spots that maybe a year ago you didn't expect, I guess just what does it kind of speak to the advantage of being in the system for as long as they have and just being kind of willing to, to, to embrace that? It's exactly that. I mean, the fact that you got guys that work hard, that are, have been able to stack reps in the system, as you said, and try to pay attention to detail in terms of technique and are talented, you know, hard workers, uh, to see the results out there is really rewarding. Don't you also think that you know, Mike's second year with his system here and, and players are just more comfortable in that system because you guys are getting so many contributions across the board from so many players. Is that in part due to you know, Mike being in the second year? Sure. I mean, you know, continuity is a big deal, you know, and the guys, the guys learn and that, that way there's not, they're not starting over, consistently starting over. Uh, and I think our coaches do a great job. Mike does a great job. Uh, you know, Chris Hewitt back there, you're talking about the defensive backs, do a great job. Denard has done a fantastic job. I mean, all the defensive coaches have done really well. All the coaches have done great. I think we have a great staff.
Um, I think Detroit started 0-9 a couple of years ago, but you guys had your hands full and you played them. I guess, could you sort of see even then that the sort of the culture there was moving in the right direction and they were going to be? Well, we had a tough game against them. I'm sorry. Go ahead and finish. I'm sorry. Yeah, just could you sort of see that they were going to, you know, eventually get it turned around there pretty, pretty clearly the last time you guys faced yeah, I mean, you could see that they were really talented and really tough. You know, you could see that at the time, and uh, they've done a great job. All right. You obviously addressed um, the ties boundary situation the other day. Just curious um, how difficult um, it is to sort of plan, you know, without him, the challenge that goes into that, uh, and then if there's, if there's any frustration, I guess. I uh, just really want what's best for Tyus. You know, I want I want this to kind of get resolved because he's worked hard to get physically where he can come back and play. You know, he's worked really hard to do it. And I, th I think there's some doctors meetings going on this week. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to seeing what the resolution is. I mean, I'm hopeful that he gets back and plays. You know, that's but, what but you'd want. Uh, it's going to be in his court, uh, I think. You know, that's my understanding of it. And we'll just see what happens. But uh, those are those are serious, real decisions that guys have to make. So we'll see. Next up, here's Lamar Jackson. You adjusted back to East Coast time yet? I believe I have. I believe I have, yeah. Was it tough at all or no? Uh, probably the first two days is pretty tough. You know, you're waking up early, uh, trying to go back to sleep, but it's back. I'll say it's back now. Lamar, a lot of discussion these last two weeks about not finding the end zone when you get deep in the red zone. When you watch those, plays over again, what's breaking down? Why, what's happening? Uh, watching film, um, i say we have a little miscommunication here and there uh, that I believe we're going to fix. And hopefully this week we start um, showing we can put points on the board in the red zone. Mark, just, just looking at the phone, I see you just really orchestrating a lot, you know, really communicating with your teammates and whether it's audibling or whatever it is, the protection of whatever it is. How much more comfortable do you feel in this offense doing all of that as compared to when the season started? I'm very comfortable uh, because early on, you know, I end up uh, coming at the end of OTAs and stuff like that. So uh, the team was ahead of me a little bit, so I had to watch extra film, um, talk to Monk sometimes, you know, I have to practice and go over things. But I feel like I'm pretty good right now. Lamar, I mean, you guys have been moving the ball in almost every drive in the first half, and then you come out with halftime and things have been a little slower. Why, why do you think that's been? Uh, teams do a great job of, of adjusting, um, I'll say, you know, um, ch changing up their defenses on our second half. And then I, I, I'll say it takes us a little bit, you know, uh, a little bit uh, of time to catch up to them. So I, I believe we should just, you know, work faster, try to catch on to them, make, make adjustments at halftime, and I feel like we'll be good. We'll be, you know, driving the ball how we was first half. Mar, it looks like you and uh, Rashad Bateman haven't been on the same page necessarily so far this year. Do you? Do you feel that way, and how, how, how important is it to you guys to try to get him involved? Well, uh, I, I believe we're good. Um, you know, we, we always have chemistry and practice and stuff like that. We just have to transition over to the game and show, you know, show what we're doing in practice and stuff like that. And, you know, it's a lot of guys out there who are getting open and stuff like that. So just trying to spread the ball around. But we're going to be good as the season goes on. Lamar, was that interception on Sunday? Was that a miscommunication? Was that a wrong route? Like, how did, how did, what happened uh, you know, he was getting pulled. He was getting pulled, you know, um, breaking out of his route. And when I threw the ball, you know, he, he didn't have, you know, his eyes was, you know, just coming up and the ball was high. I say, you know, just miscommunica uh, miscommunication now. But 
we'll be good. Hey, Lamar, uh, Gino Stone's going to be up here talking later. Uh, he played a lot of positions in high school, including quarterback. Has he ever told you about how good he was at quarterback? And what do you think of his moves on the field after interceptions? No, he didn't tell me about his um, quarterback history, but um, his moves, it was pretty good, but I told him he didn't have no vision. He should have kept running towards our sideline. Uh, it was, I believe, Jadavion Clowney was there for a lead block, and I want to say Van Roy, but he didn't follow the block, ended up getting tackled. He needed to work on that, but I'm glad he caught the pick. Lamar, what's the feeling going against a really good Lions team? They're 6-1. and one. You know, this is a game between two really good teams. What's kind of the emotions? He's 6-1? Five or five one, sorry. Uh, going in, going into a game. <laughs> oh, you trying to give him a win? <laughs> Dang. Just going into a, a big time game like that. Like, does that get the juices flowing, kind of? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Well, two years ago when we played them, it was pretty good as well on defense. Um, they held us to, I believe, 17 points. It was a good team there. You know, they got a couple new guys and stuff like that. But you know, we gotta um, go into MNT Bank Stadium ready. You know, it's gonna be a a great game, I believe, you know, great defense, great offense they have over there as well. We just got to um, be prepared, be ready. Or how good does it feel to have that three-game road trip, of course, the last one overseas behind you, now you get home for four of the next five, just kind of a, breathe a little bit easier, life's a little bit easier? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we love playing in front of our fan base, um, not everyone else's fan base, you know, I, I believe they be having fun home field advantage. But uh, as I said, when I was in London, I believe we had it in London. You know, I, I heard a lot of, every time we did something, it was a lot of fans going crazy whenever we did something, but it's great to be back home. Lamar, you're, you're six weeks in now, or six games into the, into the season. What's your overall assessment of the offense, just in terms of where you think it is and where you maybe expect it or, or want it to be? I believe we've been inconsistent. Uh, up and downs, uh, we've been showing glimpses of what we could be, and we've been showing where it's like, what we've been doing, you know, like what offense went. Um, we just got to be more consistent when we're doing good and, you know, driving the ball down the field and scoring points. And we go from there. Mark, do you have a favorite Terrell Sugg story? Favorite Terrell Sugg story? I don't really. I really don't. Well, he used to mess around with me in practice all the time. You know, uh, you know, I was a rookie, you know, going to, going up against those guys, and he used to just be saying crazy stuff all the time. But that was about it. What do you remember about the uh, the uh, Tucker uh, game-winning uh, kick against the Lions? I remember we had to get that first down. Uh, Sammy made a great catch. Uh, he could have went out of bounds, got more yards, and got out of bounds for Tuck to make it easier for Tuck. Um, but he did it. But he, he did a great great thing by catching the ball. You know, um, getting us in field goal range. And I just I, I believe I knew Tuck was gonna make it. Like it was a no-brainer. And he kicked that that kick, and it bounced off the upright, went down, and we were just going crazy after that. Like a record, record kick. Was it a record kick? Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. It was unreal, though. It was like something on Matt. Hey, Lamar, there's been a lot of conversation on the player side about playing surfaces, whether artificial or real. What has been your experience at M&T? That grass. Do you like it? Is there anything you don't like, and how does it compare to other grass fields you might play on? Yeah, I love our grass field. Um, everyone loves grass field. You know, turf is pretty pretty hard on your knees and stuff like that. You know, you're getting tackled. feel like you're getting tackled on concrete. You know, uh, I believe a lot of guys got hurt on turf than, you know, been on where, whether it's been on grass. So I, I believe grass is better, and ours is the best. Next, the NFL's leader tied in interceptions, Geno Stone. 
does this game going against a really good Lions team kind of feel like a measuring stick game for you guys? What's the mentality going up against a good team like that? Um, you just you just know you're going to get your best shot from them. Uh, this, I mean, it's this a this team that's been rolling since the end of last year. Uh, the record speaks for, a lot, uh, for, for itself for like, over the last like 10, 13 games. So, um, you know, I feel like, I mean, they got a head coach that's a fiery head coach that's going to get their guys going. So um, we, we just got to know we're going to get the best out of all of them guys. So just get ready for this week, prepare um, the best we can, and get ready to go have a great game. And going, and going against a receiver like St. Brown, what's, what's kind of the challenges of trying to defend him? I know you're not going to. But as a defense. No, no, he's a really talented uh, guy. I remember my last my last ever college football game was against him. Actually, him and Michael Pittman when I played USC. So, um, I mean, I've been familiar with him since since then. Uh, just seeing his growth uh, throughout the league. Um, he's a guy that's really good in the slot. Tough guy. Good guy after after the catch. So, um, you know, he's probably their best player. I would say on the offensive side of the ball. And uh, you know, they're going to try to get him going. So just try, we got to try to limit as much as we can on the defense side for him. Yeah, I just feel like they get all their guys involved, you know. Um, you know, and I feel like Goff is a guy that's gonna control that offense very well. Uh, you know, he's a very talented guy. Uh, you know, he's gonna make sure everyone's in the right spots, you get the right checks and um, you know, they got good they got good backs too that's gonna run the ball, uh, solid offensive line. So, um, you know, them guys they're uh, playing well all together right now, you know, on the streak, so uh, you know you're going to get the best out of them. You know, I asked uh, John about this on Monday, but I mean, if you go back to December 2020, this team let you go. And what's your mentality when you think back to that time then, and how have you changed as a player from then to now? Yeah, uh, that's wild. But uh, <laughs> yeah, um, I would just say just my mindset, the way I approach the game, uh, you know, Back, back then, I, I feel like I always tell everyone I had like the whole rookie experience, the whole NFL experience in my rookie year, um, you know, making that 53-man roster, uh, then getting released during the season, going on practice squad, getting elevated, getting back on the roster, uh, cut, went to another team in Houston, and then finally coming back here. You know, it was just a, it was a lot for my rookie year. Um, you know, at, at that time, I, I had to learn to control I had, like only I could control at the moment. And then, uh, you know, I, I had a lot of, I had Anthony Levine here, uh, a vet um, that was a guy in a similar situation to him. Uh, when he told me his rookie first few years in the league, you know, being a guy that had to make the roster, fighting for a spot, uh, being a special team guy. And then whenever he got all his opportunities in, on defense, he made the most of it. And I feel like I've been trying to um, do the same things. Uh, every time I get in my situation, they go on the field, you know. Uh, you know, it's, it's not a good situation because guys go down, but at the end of the day, you know, it's a next man up mentality. And I always try to take that with me. I've been like that since college, since high school, whatever it was, uh, whatever obstacle I have in front of me, I want to make sure I get the best of my opportunity. You know, more recently, when they didn't tender you as a restricted free agent, you were a free agent, you were on the open market for a couple of days, I guess. Was it playing all along or resign here? Did you talk to other teams? What went coming to that? Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, there was, there was, there was, other situations out there, but at the end of the day, I sat down with my agent. You know, um, this was the best situation for me. Um, I feel like I have something here uh, built with the guys, uh, built with the coaching staff since last year. Uh, and you know, just the way Mike's defense was, I feel like it's the best situation for me to, to show my abilities uh, on the field. So, um, you know, going through free agency, I feel like it was really like almost a no-brainer for me to come back here. Um, and you know, uh, really didn't matter about the tender, whatever, the, whatever that was, but. Uh, you know, I just want to make sure I was in a great situation uh, around guys that's going to make sure um, I'll be able, I was able to show my abilities what I could do on the field. 
What does it mean to you to have made the most of your opportunities this year? I mean, you're sitting here at the podium here heading into week six, tied for the NFL lead in yeah. interceptions. Um, again, as a seventh rounder that went through this journey to get here, what does it mean to you? Uh, it means a lot. You know, I actually wrote goals down back in, I, I looked at my notes, I wrote goals back in April 25th at like 10.48 a.m. Uh, I had a lot of goals. I had like five goals on there and three interceptions was, three plus interceptions was one of them. Uh, you know, I, I feel like I got a lot more goals I want to hit this year um, and, and, more, and most of them are team goals at this point. So, you know, uh, just going to take it one step at a time, one week at a time, you know, it's really early in the season. So, um, you know, I don't want to get complacent or whatever it was. So, I mean, the success is good, but at the same time, you know, you're only good as your next next opportunity I get. So um, I, don't, I never want to get complacent. I just want to be able to uh, capitalize my next opportunity I get. Yeah. Is it any more Yeah, no, it's crazy. I mean, we uh, we actually talked about it the past few weeks. You know, me, Malik, PQ, Metabika, you know, we're all guys that came in together since 2020 in the COVID year. Um, and now we're all key contributors to a defense, uh, making making plays as much as we can, uh, especially on special teams too, me, uh, me and Malik. So um, I feel like our class uh, been playing really well together since we, came, since we got here, got our opportunities as much as we can and made the most of them. Mark Jackson just said a minute ago that you need to work on your vision, <laughs> on your interception returns. What do you say to that? That's all right. I mean, I, 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 I'll listen to him. You know, uh, Lamar has probably got one of the best vision in the league. But, you know, I, at the same time, I'll try to tell them guys how to run the ball. So, uh, <laughs> so I'm, 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 I, just, I just try to get the ball back to him. That's my, that's my goal is get the ball back to him. You know, uh, hopefully one of these days I, I, I score. I want to. It's not like I'm not trying to. I, I cut back last game. So, uh, no, no. I, have, I, I look on film and there's opportunities for me to do, do it, but at the same time, you know, I just I see what I see and I try to make the most of it. So, you know, uh, Lamar says he, you haven't told him that you even play quarterback in high school. <laughs> Share with us how good you were at that, because uh, you played a lot of positions in high school. Yeah, no, um, yeah. I never, I really don't tell people that much. I play quarterback because you know everyone has their own comments. So. I let it be. I let it be at that. But you know, I mean, I was I was decent. I would say I was decent. Uh, I counted for over 40 touchdowns, whatever that means. But at the same time, I was the first team All-State DB. So uh, I, I always think of myself as a defensive player in high school, not really an offensive player. But um, I did the most. I did as most as much as I can with the offense, though. But also, you, you return punts for touchdowns. Yeah. You're a wide receiver. Did, does any of that come into play? Just those instincts when you intercept a pass and they're coming after you. No. Yeah. I mean. All, all them things, like, because baseball my, growing up was my favorite sport, so I think of me playing the post or whatever it is, uh, I think of playing, like, center field because that's what I play. So every time I'm tracking the ball, I think I'm, like, playing center field, just going to get the ball, high point it, whatever it is. Um, and then just like like you said, I play returner, so I try to use them skills a little bit. I try to sneak in there. I'm like, hey, if you ever want to go two returners on punt return, I'll go back there too. But, um, you know, I try to do as much as I can whenever I get the ball in my hands. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Last but not least, here's outside linebacker Jadavion Clowney. You fit in so well here. You came, showed up late in camp, or in camp, but like you've been here forever. Uh, I think it's the guys in the locker room. Uh, it's just a good group. I mean, they kind of, I don't know, man. It's just, a, I just feel like the guys in the locker room. We kind of fill off each other, and they've been through some of the stuff I've been through. Some of the guys, and, and uh, just enjoying myself here. Jadavion, ready? Excuse me. Is there anyone that was maybe first in radio or welcome you in the Here? Uh, probably Roquan. Say what's up and uh, some of the coaches. 
Chuck Smith now, and uh, it's been going smooth ever since. Related to what Pete just asked, John Harbaugh on Sunday said something like, Jadavion Clowney's always been a Raven. He just didn't know it till he got here. What do you think he meant by that? <laughs> like I said, when I got here, I was like, man, this team is, like, I, I'd be excited to pull up for work, you know. I'd be excited to be out here to practice, just, just being here with the guys. And it's starting to show, you know what I mean? Like, your play, show up how you practice and stuff. And I love going to practicing with this group. Everybody bring that energy every day, and it's, it's rub off on you. It's contagious, and uh, it's, it's paying off for me. Kind of too that has it been rejuvenating for you? Not that you've been in the dumps or anything like that, but do you feel like, like you said, you, you show up happy to work? Do you feel that extra motivation just from the new environment? Uh, yeah, for sure, man. I wanna, I wanna show these guys. I still got uh, talent left and uh, a lot of game left, and uh, me coming here, being a part of this group, man. They just bringing the best out of me. Like, like I say, the work it's come easy when you're enjoying it, and. Uh, it's like you can tell everybody out here enjoy coming to work every day, like I said, and it's rubbing off on me, and I just keep keep having fun. What can you what? say about the job Mike McDonald is doing, and what does he do to kind of empower his pass rushers? Mike, Mike hey, them dogs on the inside. I think them. I told them today, man, this is the best D tackle group I played with, and it make my life a lot easier when you got three three guys that can go in there and just push the pocket and knock everybody back and shut the run down and make our life easier on the edge so you can do anything. It's, it's wide open, you can run past the quarterback, run the hoop, come back. Some teams I've been on where it's been hard for you to run past the quarterback because you had that middle push. And with them guys on the inside, it's just like, that's their bread and butter. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I, I meant Mike McDonald. Oh. Yeah, D coordinator. Oh, my yeah. oh, Mike is like that. Mike might be the smartest defensive coordinator. He put everybody in position to make plays and the stuff he draw, I'd be like, Mike, keep dialing it up, keep dialing it up, man. I enjoy playing for him. Like I said, man, the, he, he, he makes sure he put the game plan together and we try to go out there and execute. And I respect him, the way he prepare us and have us ready to go into the games. And I just love playing for Mike. When you watch film with the Lions offense, oh, will your life be better with O-Way back? Oh, for sure, man, for sure. I'm, I'm tired of getting chip blocked. <laughs> uh, oh, having him out there is like another dog out there we missing, and uh, it's gonna keep getting better getting the guys back week in and week out. And Mike, I mean, uh, yeah, Oa is a good pass rusher, and we need him, and a good run stopper. And uh, I think he's just waiting on his time for him to peak in his lead too as well. He kind of remind me of myself a guy that just come to practice, work extremely hard, and bring it every day and beat guys, and it just ain't rolled over to the games quite yet. And I feel like. It's time coming, and uh, I tell him every day, man, I think you like a sleeper, man. People be sleep on you like you got the talent, you got everything. You just got to come out here and keep proving people wrong. What do you see out of the Lions offense right now? They, they're really clicking, and, and what about Jared Goff, the way he's playing? I think Jared Goff makes some of the smartest passes, the smartest plays. I'm, he, he out there calling the shots, and uh, the offensive line, that's a good group. They put it together. A lot of first-round draft picks up there, a lot of guys that can – move to a defensive line. Uh, it's going to come down to that in this game. Uh, they front versus our front, and we know that going into this game and who's going to dominate the line of scrimmage. And uh, I think that's what we're going to have to do. What do you think about, I mean, it's been three weeks on the road, including London, and now you're coming back to face a pretty good Lions team. Are you, are you good with the no-buy uh, coming back after uh, London? Oh, yeah, I'm cool. Uh, man, it's next, next, next team up, man. I think uh, – 
as a Raven playing here, I think we prepare for it. Uh, like I said, Mike put us in position to be prepared for them games, and he doing a good job as of right now. Uh, we're going to be ready to go. We better be. <laughs> um, yeah, by far, yeah. Jeff Goff, make them go. I think he's a smart, smart quarterback, and their running back game, their run game has been very, very dominating so far. And, and they get a lot of turnovers. They really make they they play with the lead, and it's it's easy for you to play with the lead. It's gonna come down to us up front, like I said, play dominate the line of scrimmage and getting after the quarterback. Yeah, this year, mentality has changed at all. Like, a team playing under center as much as George does versus shotgun pistol. For sure, uh, got to play a little little different. Um, because they have a lot of play-action team. Converting on pass rush is going to be very big for us this week. Uh, setting the edge and really converting in the pass rush game, like I said. Uh, it's going to be good. I think, like I said, we should just try to make the one-dimensional start to run and uh, make them have to get in the shotgun, make it third and long so they just can't play action up on the center and do do what they want to do. Like they've been playing their game plan. I just feel like we come to do that, we, we can come up with the win. Now let's head into the locker room. But I feel like early in my career, the cameras was always on me, even when I didn't know they might have been on me. And it led me to trying to play this like calm me and all this because the camera's going to get put on me and make me seem like I'm a bad guy, which is just you know part of the way that it goes. And now it's just like, I just got to play high. I just got to be high. And that's fire. That's passion. That's, you know, uh, you watch Tom Brady play like he's, he's fired up, you know, like that's I care that much. He's out there sliding giving somebody a little extra like it's just it's all you know football he's competitive I'm competitive um, I know we're all competitive but it's just about bringing the competitive juices back Odell obviously you would I know you want to be more involved than you have been to this point Sunday like you mentioned you had that big play but how how have you dealt with it you know the game to game situations you may have more opportunities and some days you may not um you just got to continue being a leader know that people look this way just know it's early in the season. Um, I think a lot of teams around the league are still trying to figure out exactly what their plays are, what it is that works. Like we're at week, going on week seven. You know, I remember when I w went to the Rams and it was week nine or whatever it was, they already were established as a team. You know, teams don't develop exactly who they are until late in the season and know exactly what plays are going to work for them. So uh, I think it's just staying patient, just keeping your head down, working, um, staying positive, all of those things, and then. God gonna take care of the rest. Odell, you talked about being on the Detroit. I mean, the, the numbers say they're one of the very best teams in the league. Do you, do you think this game is gonna have that kind of big game? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I, I love the stories when the teams have just been down for long and they're like, no more. You know, like enough is enough. And I think that coach over there has done a great job. I think the players that they have surrounding them, they, they've created a great atmosphere, energy. Um, you know, and team, they're a great team. Um, so it's gonna be a good game. You know, like Roquan always says, you got a team coming to our house, you always gotta protect your home. Um, but knowing that this is one of the top teams in the league, and it's gonna be a great game. You know, it's nothing but you know, respect, and we, we all just wanna go out there and battle. Miguel, you guys have gone off to, to pretty quick starts generally this season, and it's sort of slowed in the second half. Is there any, anything you can put your finger on in terms of that? I think it's just don't let off the gas. Um, you know, I've been around long enough to know that you know games are really they're, they're four quarters and they're actually four quarters. Once you feel like you let out the gas and you know any, and this is the National Football League, you know every team is capable of winning any Sunday. Um, so just finding ways to, to close those games off. You know this is a team in here that's four and two, 
it feels like they should be 6-0. And, and maybe those two losses were the best things that happened, you know, for us to allow us not to take any moment for granted or opportunity and just being able to capitalize uh, when we do have that, that time. Or do you feel like he's playing at the highest level he's ever played at? Uh, yeah, the guy's playing a good ball right now, uh, you know. Um, Pitcher's clear for him. He, he makes a lot of uh, good throws in the uh, intermediate uh, game as well as he takes his shots when he need them. And so, um, you know, they got the team playing um, to his uh, strength. So, you know, hats off to him. <clears throat> you know, we're talking about this being a measuring stick game. You know, they're a good offense, you're a good defense. What does it feel like with the emotions going into this one? Hey, I just think about it. Sunday, you know, Sunday we'll be, we'll be, we'll be ready. So we'll be ready to welcome those guys here. Um, they playing good ball, but hey, you know, I'm from the show me business, so you gotta show me. You guys have 11 different players that have at least one sack. I mean, that's that's the most in the NFL. Everybody's kind of getting in on the action. What is it that Mike does to kind of help facilitate that? Yeah, it's, it's pretty sweet and clever, man. I'm a huge fan of uh, Mike's system, the way he does things. Uh, being able to just, you know, you're guaranteed to get your uh, one shot a game are you going to take advantage of it so it's basically like that and you know giving you some same pictures giving you different pictures with uh some same things some different things so it's pretty unique within itself and i'm just a huge fan of it Roquan, knowing what this matchup looks like on papers there's some extra excitement to come home considering you guys haven't played at home in about a month oh uh, yeah but you know you always know where home is so uh we got to uh, defend our home turf and that's how we look at it uh that's a great challenge for us uh, we'll welcome those guys with open arms and like I said earlier, I'm from the show me business, so you know I'm, I'm ready to get out there uh, and get going with my guys. Roquan, does your body on a, on a Wednesday feel any different than it normally would based on the travel and stuff, or do you feel like you're fully recovered and it's business as usual? Business as usual. I'm ready to rock and roll. I'm not a guy making excuses about anything. So, hey, when the ball roll out on Sunday, I'll be feeling even better than today, but I feel damn good today. Roquan, a lot of guys have uh, shared their opinions with Gino about his routes on interception returns. They've been. Do you, do you have any input, advice, thoughts? It's hard for me to give any uh, inputs and thoughts on that because he's catching them and I'm not catching them. So hats off to him for that. I wish I was catching them, then I can like more so give some advice, but I can't. So hats off to the guy for making the plays that he's been making. Can you talk about when a, when a pass is intercepted? I mean, from the outside, everybody's like, it looks like every man for himself, but there is protocol. What, what happens when a ball is picked off and you're out there on the field on defense? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the first thing you want to do is block the intended receiver. Then you want to get up the near sideline, you know, get up the near sideline. And once you do that, you can create a, a chance for yourself. So that's basically like just interception, turnover one-on-one, -on -one, in my opinion. We, we play some uh, tough guys already, you know what I mean? Uh, are they the toughest that we'll face? You know, we'll, we'll see on Sunday. You know, I don't want to give too much praise before we play them already. But, uh, but we, you know, we respect those guys. Uh, but, yeah, it, it should be a good game, though. With St. Brown, what, what's kind of the challenges in defending him? Yeah, he's, uh, I don't know what year this is. I think this is year three for him. Uh, so he's an experienced guy. Um, you know, he's, he's you know, their go-to guy. So, you know, we got to uh, be ready to come, uh, you know, play him. How much do you get up for a game like that? You're one of the best defenses in the league one of the, versus one of the best offenses in the league so far. You know, what does that do for kind of the anticipation emotions going into the games? Yeah, uh, you know, we, like I said, we, we know this is a, a, a big game for, uh, for both of us. You know, we, we know we're going to get every team's best when they come.
to you know uh, into our you know our stadium. Uh, but yeah, we just got to play our game. You know, we we don't, we don't need to change anything of what we're doing. Uh, we don't make the, we don't need to make it you know bigger than what it is. Uh, at the end of the day, we just need to you know uh, be one to know at the end of this week. How do you think your experiences in the COVID year in 2020 bonded you to the guys in that draft class? So many of whom are now having great, great, great seasons. Yeah. Uh, say that. Say that one more time. How do you think your experiences in the COVID year 2020, kind of coming into the league when you did, guys like Malik, PQ, Gino? Right. How do you think that kind of bonded you guys as a group? Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we've been together since you know since I came into the league, so we, we, you know, we're familiar. Uh, you know, we have a, a couple new guys you know, on this defense, but. Uh, for the most part, we've all been together for you know a couple of years now, so uh, you know it makes it easy. Brandon, I missed like the first question, so I yeah. apologize for repeating. Do you put any stock into this as a measuring stick type game to find out how good you are defensively? Um, no, I wouldn't say this is a a, a measuring stick. Uh, we just got to go prove what we've been pro been proven all year. You know what I mean? Uh, we just got to go out there and play, execute our game, fly around, uh, make big plays, and you know help us to win. That's it for Wednesday's media availability as the Ravens get ready to take on the Detroit Lions Sunday at MT Bank Stadium. Thank you for listening. Make sure you're subscribed, leave a rating and review, and check out the Lounge Podcast where we have none other than Terrell Suggs from Ball So Hard University coming on the Lounge to talk about being inducted into the Ravens Ring of Honor this Sunday. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back with you tomorrow. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.